0: All right. All right. All right, weirdo. Let's, let's get the show on the road. How you been, man?
1: I I've been I've been godlike.
0: Damn. Like uh Aztec godlike or regular godlike?
1: I'm I'm very Biden godlike. Okay. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is a member of the Red Five Network. For more Red Five network podcasts and content creators, visit bio.link/red5.
0: What's up, Scuttlebutt Nation? This is Ro, and welcome to another edition of the Scare of Scuttlebutt Podcast. We have a special midweek edition of the Scare of Podcast on today's uh, September 15th. It is the beginning of Hispanic Heritage Month, and um, I know we got some uh, listeners and some followers uh, that are of Spanish descent. We got a little... Uh, People of color listening to the Scare of Scuttlebutt podcast, and uh, I'm forever grateful. Obviously, you guys know that uh, I'm Mexican. (gasps) Ay, caray, no me digas. Absolutely. So um, thank you very much for uh, tuning into this special um, episode of the Scare of Scuttlebutt podcast. Again, midweek, we usually drop them on Thursdays. It's a couple of days before our regular drop on Thursday uh, this week. Um, but, um, that is by design because this Thursday, I think later on in the week, we are going to be enjoying what will be probably for us. We've been saying this for a long time, uh, the best star Wars streaming show that we've gotten so far. And that is Andor. So when you're done with this episode, go launch Disney plus and check out the first three episodes of Andor, and then come back this Saturday night to sit with us and discuss what you just saw. That being said, I have a special guest for you, Pauly from the Latino Slant. Pauly, what is up, my friend? Boy, that
1: Andor is amazing. Did you see those episodes? Wow. I sure
0: did. Wow, wow. Wow, can uh, we just talk
1: about those episodes right now in in detail?
0: We can, we can, but um, (laughs) we have to go into the future. I I told Mm. the folks we're recording on, what is today? I don't even know what today is. Today is thursday september 15th Mm -hmm. and um i'm gonna be dropping this episode in a few days so you'll be listening to it on tuesday so excellent um how you been
1: very well did you just call people of color little i think you did did
0: i yeah i I mean you know we come in all sizes man (laughs) And color, and color, they eh? and colors and shades. and shades, absolutely. So, for the folks that don't know what the Latino slant is, um, can you give us your elevator pitch, your pitch of an elevador, por favor? Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, we're, we're a taco, we're taco, and uh, we feed the masses. Culture that, that we music, do. Oh, entertainment, nice. movies. Uh, interviews with actors, directors, all kinds of stuff. So it's a full-on loaded taco.
0: Absolutely. That's wonderful. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. Who doesn't like tacos? You know, I uh, meet tons of people from all persuasions and the one thing that people agree on, and I think this is what will unify the galaxy and the Earth and possibly the country, is that everybody loves tacos. Yeah, you got to be pretty evil not to like a good taco. Oh, absolutely. Damn evil. You got to be
1: Sith like.
0: Oh, (laughs) yeah. X. But Sith <laughs> Siths probably
1: love tacos too, man. They'll yeah, probably like, extra, you know, like extra
0: spicy. X spicy tacos. Extra right. spicy. Sith Sith Lords love extra yeah, spicy right. tacos. Yeah. You heard it here folks, right here on the of mm. Scuttlebutt podcast. Um so yeah, we're talking about uh, Hispanic Heritage Month. We're also talking about uh, you know, coincidentally, Andor stars a Mexican actor. I think mm. that's uh that's fascinating, don't you?
1: Um I mean Yeah, we've been waiting. I mean, the timing of it, I guess, you know, I don't know if it's intentional, but we've been waiting for this uh, TV show for a couple of years now.
0: Yeah. Season one's been done for a minute. For a while. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, um, you know, they've been dropping it, um, dropping some uh, nuggets here and there. I know he's Mm -hmm. been uh, Diego Luna has been kind of touring, doing the uh, the special guests on uh, Good Morning America and um, Jimmy Kimmel, I think, but he's doing the promotional tour. Him and his uh, his cohorts, his co co stars, mm-hmm. and um, every so often we get a little bit more. Uh, some more scenes start to roll mm-hmm. out. Um, but let me let me ask you this: Are you uh, have you been looking forward to it uh, to the show?
1: Uh, of course, of course. I think I think with um, with these television shows. The Star Wars ones, you know, it's um, you go into it with, like a lot, of, a lot of excitement expectations and, you know, they haven't been met or they're mad or some episodes aren't good and that. So I'm trying to keep my my excitement level down, even though I'm like, oh, man, this is uh, shot really well. This looks dope and the acting's great. And it doesn't look like it's shot in the, you know, in, in the uh, in the volume. Right. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just, I'm just, like enough already. Drop it. Drop yeah. the episodes now.
0: Yeah, I know a lot of people are cautiously optimistic. Obviously, we do have, um, you know, that long trailer that was dropped. Um, especially with the re-release of Rogue One in the theaters and IMAX on August 26th. Did you catch that?
1: No, no, I didn't, man. I, I just didn't have the time to get out there. Um, but you talked about it. I did see the scene that we talked about you're saying there was more of it but what i see i like yeah absolutely what i see i like and i know there's a like they keep dropping new you know scenes here and there and i'm just like okay i I can't keep doing reaction videos to these i just give me the whole episode (laughs)
0: <laughs> Absolutely, just drop it. Just drop it. They're dropping uh, three mm-hmm. episodes in the next uh, couple of days, um, mm-hmm. all at once, which should be uh, interesting. Spies, saboteurs, assassins, have done terrible things on behalf of the rebellion. I was actually surprised that they announced that the premiere was going to be three episodes. Um, It gives me hope that Disney has faith in the show to be able to go ahead and just drop, you know, three episodes. Although I know somewhere I heard that the episodes are kind of short. They're like maybe half an hour per episode. You know, it's almost like we're getting kind of a, you know, a little uh, movie uh, for the first uh, night of Andor. But um, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm still excited. You realize what you said, which People will suffer. Time has come to force her hand. At what cost? Everything.
1: Well, yeah, I think a couple things. A runtime is 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 a you know is always a key. Then you could put three together like they're gonna do. But then they're going to go appointment with every, what, every Thursday or Wednesday, every, you know, weekly. And also, too, I think it's very smart that they pushed back the release date. Because this was supposed to come out in uh, August, then late August. Right. September, now it's late September. There's just too many shows right now. New shows. Mm -hmm. Kind of like in our nerdosphere that everyone's talking about. For better force, whether they're you know fantastic or not, so even even um so you know that being said, I think this is a smart move. It's, they they know they know what they have on their hands. We don't. Yeah. So their uh, their marketing has been pretty been pretty decent, and um, I'm I'm definitely seeing it all over, like uh during the, I saw it during a baseball game, you know, the, the ads, um, you're seeing it all over, I, I didn't see that for Cobra Kai. And yeah. I think Cobra Kai is different where mm-hmm. it's almost has its own legs, but marketing is different, but, um, this is good. It's good. that They're pushing it.
0: Now you mentioned earlier, you said that, um, it may have been a coincidence, but they did push it back to, you know, late September, but um, it does coincide with Hispanic Heritage Month, which may or may not be on purpose. What do you uh, what do you think of that? Um, I mean,
1: it's Disney. I don't put anything past them.
0: <laughs> do you think somebody uh, somebody is uh, in Kathleen Kennedy's ear and saying, hey, uh, maybe we should hold off, you know, Andor stars a uh, Mexican actor. Uh, mm-hmm. September 15th uh, is the beginning of Hispanic Heritage Month let's maybe hold off a little bit.
1: If it was, if they actually released it on the 16th of September, then I would have been, yes, this is on purpose. Cause that's actually the actual independence day for Mexico mm-hmm. that, and that, that actually kind of would have been cool. Um, but no, I think it's, I think it's more of what I was saying earlier that there, they saw all these releases. We're talking like within a month span, like what, the 20th of August, 21st, or whatever it was of August, She-Hulk, House of Dragons, Ring of Power, Cobra Kai. It's a lot, man. I yeah. think uh, I think they pushed it back because of those reasons. Um, you know, and uh yeah, yeah. Yeah, now I mean I think the Hispanic Characters Week month is just kind of like an added value to them. I don't know if they've been promoting hispanic Heritage month i I have not checked in disney plus or whatever
0: yeah yeah i haven't i haven't seen any anything that would give me the notion that they actually did that on purpose for that reason Mm -hmm. um it's i think it's just a date that they picked and it just so happens to you know fall within this range Mm -hmm. so um let me ask you this you know you recently um Did you, yeah, you recently talked with uh, with another actor, Paul uh, Calderon. Um, tell me, uh, tell me a little bit about that conversation. How did that go?
1: Yeah, yeah, veteran actor Paul Calderon. Um, you may have seen his work in Bosch, uh, Fear the Walking Dead, all the way back, all the way back to the 80s with uh, Al Pacino and Sea of Love. This guy has been really everywhere and has done all these incredible roles. So um, it was good. It was like talking to an old friend because he, yeah, we lived in the same condos at the same, at, at one point in time. So we would always kind of commiserate and hang out over baseball and, and, and boxing fights and stuff. So, you, you know, what I, there's, what I didn't know was the breath of breath of work. Cause we just didn't ever talked about it hanging out, but in talking with him was the breath of work. And that he was a semi-pro baseball player when he was young. Oh, very he nice. Blew his, he blew his shoulder out, mm-hmm. and uh, but uh, he found another dream in acting. So, yeah, though, he's incredible. He, he's 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 a true thespian, and uh, was talking just talking a lot. There, there might be a couple of uh, clips I'll uh, take from that hour and a half long, you know, interview
0: sure cool and we will have uh the uh the youtube discussion in the show notes below so please check it out um i wanted to ask you another thing too because we um there has been some talk a couple of months ago regarding um non-hispanic actors taking um roles that traditionally weren't really assigned to um non-hispanics you have uh um Marilyn Monroe being portrayed by uh Anna de Armas. Um I just said it so white, didn't I? Anna de Armas. Can you forgive me for that one? See. Sí. <laughs> um but then you had uh what is this guy um Castro being played by uh como se llama el uh, James Franco. At? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. uh what uh what do you think about all that scuttlebutt?
1: Well, I mean, it's such a can of worms. It's such a can of worms when you're talking about casting, non-traditional casting, you know, faithful casting. It really just depends on the project and the actor and the or actress. Um, you know, for such a long time in Hollywood's history, the the Latino, uh, you know, was the was either the you know the the saucy Spitfire, Mamacita, mm-hmm. and, and those actors did them with a, with with dignity and, and charm, and you know as well as you know playing it up, you know like a Lupe Velez and uh, Carmen Miranda. Um, but it was those very rare acting examples of uh, of where the actor was a Latino that actually played out of their race. Mm-hmm. Okay, Anthony Quinn, yeah, Ricardo, Ricardo Montalban, uh, Rito Moreno. Those were like the first trailblazers. Um, and you know, I was talking to Calderon about this as well. Um, you know, some things have changed and some things haven't. Right, you, you, you still deal deal with that. Um, so there's there's the argument of of well, what side of the line do you fall on then? Right, the side of uh, creativity and the actor, which then should state it's like you know, well, it's they're actors. Actors should be able to play any role, right? So why not Franco? And then the the activist side will tell will say, well, we rarely get these great roles, whether it's playing a Castro or a, you know or or whatever. Why, why are they consistently not being, still not being played uh, on that heightened level by uh, Latino actors? You know, Ben Affleck and Argo. Jennifer Connelly and A Beautiful Mind. Um, it's, still, it's still happening where these, you know, where these are l- Latino people and they're not being played by <laughs> Latino actors. So it's, it can be a little frustrating because... It's 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 less opportunity for uh, for a deserving actor to be to be you know cast and then maybe to to vault to that next level and becoming a movie star and becoming you know a, a name like Diego like Diego Luna. Now, what's funny is that we go back to our Star Wars universe. That's not a problem anymore right this is it just really is not you know it, you know Latinos are, are represented all right now let's let's have some amazing kick-ass stories you know Pedro Pascal uh, Diego Diego Luna Rosario I mean this is this Jimmy is a great Smiths. time yeah. what's that Jimmy Smits Jimmy Smits yeah yeah well Jimmy's Jimmy's kind of been in the universe for a few decades but it's right. good to see him still there um i think the i think the flub the flub of oscar isaac and not writing to his potential you know th- that was a that was a crime but you know we'll you know hopefully you know he, he may return um you but- know i
0: i think the thing with oscar isaac's i think his role in the star wars sequels um i think mm-hmm. have been erased and replaced by his Amazing performance in Moon Knight. I think he did a phenomenal mm-hmm. job. He has multiple roles because his character has multiple personalities, and he turns on a dime. It really mm-hmm. shows you the breadth and um and wealth of of experience or or, or at least talent mm-hmm. that Oscar Isaac has when uh when he's uh when he's playing that role in, in Moon mm-hmm. Knight.
1: Well, and that's the thing, going back to these actors, right? You know, Pedro and Oscar come from theater backgrounds i mean the the, these actors are are incredible and you just just haven't had gotten a real taste yet of all they can do just like you said with moon knight um a great actor can turn even a small role like his role in dune into something so memorable and um I'm, i'm i'm excited to see what diego can do with his tv show Absolutely. And and uh what's her name? Aja Arjuna? Yeah. 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 She's she's she she's obviously she's beautiful, but she did she did a decent job in Father follow the bride. She's got there she does got some some spark. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious to see what she does with this role. You know Yeah, and
0: I'm not too familiar with her. Um I did see her when they were announcing mm-hmm. the cast, but um, yeah, definitely looking forward to their contribution to this.
1: Yeah, she's a she's a was well, a Puerto Rican and Guatemalan actress, raised in Puerto Rico. Um, her dad is a very famous singer. I love. I actually love some of, some some of his music. Uh, Ricardo. Oh, oh Ricardo? yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I recognize the last name. I didn't know they were related. That's a daddy.
1: And oh, um, very nice. She she's had a, a good year, like we had said. Uh, cause another thing we do on the channel, like right at the beginning of the year I'll 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 give my uh forecast of like top actors to look out to look out for and and I this one she's she was high up because it's like she had Morbius Father the Bride and now um Andor coming out all in the same year it's like great you know fantastic um so it, I'm curious to see how her career goes
0: Are there enough roles being written um, in Hollywood for folks uh, like us? No. (laughs) Without, without, with, with everything that (laughs) is released, Yeah, short answer with everything that's being released. And I see a lot of movies being released. You still don't think that there's enough roles being um, distributed in Hollywood for uh, Latino actors and people of color.
1: Well, I don't know about people of color because I mean, as, soon, as soon as you say people of color, you're you're gonna you're gonna have to put in uh, African American black people, sure. And that's you know those numbers go up, you know. Um, but let's just let's, let's just I'm gonna stay on target with got like that. I'm gonna stay on target. Oh, with, very uh, nice. With the Latino, uh, um, you know, roles and in, in stories. Um, that short answer I was just kind of being snarky is no, but it's definitely you know improved a lot um there's there's you know i think so it's definitely improved a lot there are still not enough latino showrunners writers and directors especially if you compare it to numbers of you know of others right whether it's caucasian um African American, you know, go down the line. I mean, I think even like was it was a Disney or Paramount. I think it's like even like a below two percent that they hire Latino writers and directors. I mean, it's pretty bad, and that's really where the seeds are at. The seeds are, you know, you know, because we talk about wanting original, unique stories. Well, I don't see those being sought out. I don't see, and, you know, and I'm not talking about independent productions. Independent movies are doing more than, than, than studio than studio films are right now. I can think of two projects right now that are, that are very exciting. I'll get to those in a minute. But um, it's not until, you know, the, those, those Hollywood gatekeepers, you know, share the keys, make a copy of the keys to the writer's room you know it's just going to be it'll be the same same thing which is very short-lived narrow niche kind of political agenda writing what they view as the latino and um it's usually it's usually nothing memorable you know case in point (laughs) (laughs) you know um uh, no, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna punch. I'm not gonna punch it. It's too easy to punch down on those uh, sequel Star Wars <laughs> movies. Um, it, it just happens a lot. It just happens a lot. Um, so I think that. Feel, yeah. So that's that's where I'm at. And then and, and what I there's two things also I'll follow up with is that it it definitely doesn't match up to the population of U.S. Latinos in the United States that are a huge buying market. Right. I mean, we like go to the movies like, you know, we bring everybody we bring, we, you know, who brings their grandmother and their cousins to to go see a movie, you know? Right. Right. <laughs> that well, still that,
0: happens. Yeah. Yeah. Still happens. Uh, Eleven. What is that? Eleven percent of the population. Only yeah, 62 million fewer than two percent characters uh, on television. But where does the line? Um, where well, do you define the line as far as? Well, um, my point is, my yeah.
1: point is, with that uh, row is that it it doesn't. There's no. It's not a government mandate project here. This is Hollywood. They don't have. They don't. They don't have to do anything they don't want to. They don't have to. You know, they're not going to. You know, those sixty-two. That sixty-two million. They don't owe them anything. It would be smart if they created like you know great projects, and it seems like slowly but sure. especially television and streaming are doing more as of today you talk about uh hispanic heritage month they just released the new series of uh vicente fernandez you know uh, like a biopic t- television series on on him on netflix oh, uh that, it, it looks serviceable doesn't... i'm definitely going to see the first episode meaning you know he's huge chente is huge
0: yeah absolutely
1: you know, I mean, people are going to watch that. That's to me is like another Selena, you know, uh, you know. Um, so, you know, the they also of, had,
0: um, mm-hmm. a while ago, they also had the uh, the biopic of and my wife watched it, not knowing anything of, of who he was, but the Walter Mercado story.
1: That's a different thing, though. Right. That's a that's a documentary. So this this Chente is it going to be a television show with actors portraying, you know, his life? No me queda más que presentarles al inigualable talento Vicente Fernández.
0: More
1: of a scripted kind of like what they did with Selena for two seasons, you know. Uh, but the thing with with docs or stand up specials with Latinos, those are easier to produce because they're much cheaper. So you'll see a lot of those, a yeah. lot. You know, that's where you do see a lot of, re- you know, representation. In the stand up comics, Latino stand up comics. And now you had the Menudo documentary from in the band, the boy band from Puerto Rico that was made by the same people that did the Walter uh, uh, Mercado, which was great. I love that one. Yeah, so, I
0: watched it and I was uh, pleasantly surprised. Yeah, it
1: was very well done, and yeah, I think I think that answers as far as you know the numbers because Hollywood doesn't owe owe, owe, you, owe us anything. It's just you know, I, there's a uh, you know, there, there's always going to be those obvious you know stereotypical roles.
0: Sure. Mm-hmm
1: that are easy to, 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 to talk about, you know, but um, it's still a mystery sometimes why we put up with it. And I don't, I don't think our, our, our shouting power within the bubble of Hollywood is loud enough, not like the, not like the black community. They mm-hmm. see something that, you know, they perceives as uh, you know, ignorant or, or racist and they'll, they'll shout it out. And they've, they've been hurt. They're, they've been at it a lot longer than we have, though. So.
0: Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this. You know, obviously, movie making is a business, Hollywood is a business. All these studios are interested in the almighty dollar. Um, you can't count on them for altruistic um, works. Um, they'll throw in some, you know, altruistic uh you know works every so often and that's a nice surprise you said that Hollywood doesn't owe us anything but what do you say to young filmmakers that want to get into the business of mo- making movies and writing stories um, and they don't have to be stories for us or stories about us but someone that wants to get into the business do you discourage them from going to Hollywood or do you tell them you know what Find a community within your community that is able to support what you want to do, what your peers want to do, and then grow from there. Where do you tell these kids to go? Um well, I think it's I think it depends
1: on what they want to do, right? If they're a writer or a director or an actor, right? So that's one thing. Because depending on their the the medium of 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 you know them being creative. I would say, you know, oh, you're 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 a writer, you know, obviously, you know, and but this actually goes for a, a lot of them. This is like a like a double thing. Um, go to school for all these, get trained, and at the same time, go and execute out out there in the world. You know, because that, that's really the only way that you're going to implement what you're learning in 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 school. But you can almost do it at the same time, just yeah. by that. Doors are going to open. Door, doors will be there because you're going to be meeting people. Sure, foster those relationships. Be disciplined with those relationships. we and you know, honor them because, you know, um, the thing with with these with this business is that it's so you know uh, ego driven, which is needed. Right, you you need to have a, 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 an ego persona to. To to play different actors, to write these roles, to, di- to direct a massive amounts of people, you have you, you know you these are these are you know extraordinary people doing things. It's to say, you get, you can't get lost in that. Um, now, if you're you have to know you have to know who you are in regards to the business, and when I say that um let, let's uh let's let's say let's let's say let's say let's say it's a a, a a latina actor out there right and i would say that uh is pretty enough like a j-lo maybe he's got you know really good acting skills and so i would say that that person it's like okay do you see yourself as just just on looks as a j-lo do you see yourself on looks as a Selma Hayek? Like who out there that is successful? Do you see yourself as? And you got to be honest. <laughs> got to be honest. If you don't look like look like any of those examples, then okay, who do you look like? Because that is where you're going to get hired. If you're the kooky Ethel Mertz neighbor sidekick, but you want to be the pretty, you know, redhead. But physically, you, you look more like Ethel. you you got to have a realistic talk <laughs> with yourself because they're going to cast you. You're going to get cast more and more as that. So if, if you see, your, so so by seeing yourself or say, OK, that this is who I who I who I want to em, I want to emulate that career like, oh, you know, who, who's ever out there. And then once you've decided on that, you got to work to get to that. You got to work at that. Same thing can be said like director style a writer style. You know, read as much as you can, watch as much as you can, and just become like just an incredible student of your craft. Um, you can't, you cannot, you cannot, you cannot afford to be lazy because there's always someone else um, that is going to work harder than you, There's going to be more talented than you, um, and um then that's not even a, a, a guarantee of success you got to have a little bit of luck and um you know now again this is if you're not trying to break into to the business if you want to just do like community theater
0: right right right
1: public community right. Mm-hmm. television sure. then you know that's much more you know that's a good dream that's a great dream it's much more uh, realistic You know, as far as like, because, you know, I'll use my, my girlfriend as as an example. Uh, She's a master's level Broadway theater actor. Well, she left the East Coast over 10 years ago to come here and um, act in television and film. And that's a huge sacrifice because she's incredibly close to her family. Mm -hmm. You know, Latina, you know, like. Like just really close to, to the to the family, and they're all in the East Coast. You got to think about all these things. Sure, you know. And yeah. then you once you decide, you can't. There's no timeline. There's no timeline. You know, it's not three months. It's not even three years. Mm-hmm. You know, Calderon went seven years before he got a job. First job, uh-huh. and that's Paul Calderon, and yeah. he was a, that was from a, like a theater job to a movie, right you know um and you know that's that's one more thing i want to say too is that okay if you're an actor if you're a director or writer you know go and see who are who are great teachers because paul calderon teaches Oh, okay go and pursue those great teachers because that's that's the one thing we don't do enough is that we don't train ourselves we don't stay in training A lot, you know, a lot of this generation, you have a lot of untrained people and you can tell
0: and they don't last. Absolutely.
1: How's that for an answer?
0: Sounds good. Sounds good. What about the directors that are already in Hollywood? I'm going to ask you this question. It's going to be a loaded question, but why haven't we gotten an Alita two? what's up with Robert Rodriguez? What's taken so long, man? Well,
1: he went on paper last year saying that you know, he's gonna to try to do the song and dance with Disney with Boba Fett. and if that goes well, he's gonna him and Cameron are gonna pitch Alita too.
0: Say no more. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm like, right. Okay. Well, there you go.
1: But maybe song and dancing is also Robert being a, you know, in that case, a very subservient director and saying yes to the big cog that's Disney, you know, and not, not, uh, not rocking the boat with a book of Boba Fett. Definitely didn't rock the boat.
0: (laughs) Yeah, definitely.
1: (laughs) You know? Um, so, you know, there was, for me, for me, I saw some brilliance. I saw some mediocrity, but it was, you know, it, it, it was what it was, but I did, I did, I did, uh, I did read about him going on paper in regards to Alita 2. Now, the, the thing with Alita 2 is that it's going to happen because you, have, you still have the Alita army.
0: Mm-hmm. They're
1: still pushing for it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that, that would be fantastic because uh, Rosa Salazar is also becoming more and more of a name with all her other projects.
0: Well, I'm crossing my fingers.
1: Are you I an have- Alita fan?
0: I have, uh, I have been inducted somehow, officially or unofficially, into the Alita army. <laughs> <laughs> nice. If every so often I'll tweet something about Alita, and I'll get a couple of, uh, yeah, uh, Alita loyalists uh, yeah, like yeah. retweet me and uh, seek me out. So.
1: Well, yeah, uh, same here. I did a, a, I did a notice on her her film that she is making with uh, Michael Peña. And you know, the Alita people were retweeting it and all excited. You
0: know, sure.
1: You know, as they should be. Her success just means you know, bigger up more opportunities for an Alita too. Uh, yeah, first Alita was a great film, man. Such yeah, I, I enjoy film. it.
0: I enjoyed it a lot. And so uh, obviously, it was set up for uh, a nice little sequel. And uh, mm-hmm. crossing my fingers that that happens sooner rather than later. And I think Robert Rodriguez should really, you know, tap. You know, you talk about the relationships that were made. I mean, you know, the story co-written by James Cameron. If uh, if those two can't get anything off the ground, then we're all doomed.
1: Well, yeah, that's a good that's a good point because or that's a good example, because you would think that. But it also has to do with, well, what is what's Cameron's schedule? Right. Right. What has he been talking about this whole time? Yeah. Avatar. Avatar. I mean, look how long we've had to wait
0: for that avatar two three four five six seven eight nine and ten right
1: right (laughs) and they're all coming out at the same time (laughs) in in different theaters but you know raw and then robert was uh uh, i think he he filmed last year ben affleck thriller crime thriller so these guys aren't just doing they're not just waiting around for that one project Sure, yeah so it's all about schedules i mean you can pick you pick any film and then read its history of how it got made. You'll be in shock, like oh, who yeah. was originally supposed to do it, you know. And so, there's two examples we talked about: directors and you know writers doing it. There's two independent examples that are going on right now. And I want I want who is ever listening to this that that you don't, it doesn't matter if you're Latino or not in regards to just getting your stuff out there right edward james almost we all everyone knows edward james almost by now Battlestar galactica zoot miami vice um he's directing the joaquin murietta story okay long story short joaquin murietta is the california bandit 1800s inspiration for for zorro and batman That is to me a great Hollywood story to tell. So it's like, it's, it's, it's like, you know, it's got it all.
0: Yeah. It ties into
1: all our geekdoms, ties into everything we're talking about, too. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Authentic, original story, real person battling this and that, then becoming a bandit. Um, They just got the greenlit to to film it independently. That's Eddie Almost. Yeah, this is incredibly tough business, guys. Sure. Just, you know, um, so that's a good news. Um, another project on, a, on the independent route, and this is really indie route. And what I mean by that is that even with the James Franco movie that we talked about earlier, that's being done through private money. It's not a studio. It is not a studio production. You know, it probably James Franco's name got them more money. Sure. And there's another movie that was filmed earlier this year. It is, um, it just screened at the Toronto International Film Festival. All Latino leads, original story based off a book. And the director is a trans, trans act, trans person, went from being a a man to a woman. And uh, a Latina. She's a Latina now, right? And I bring this up because it's integral as far as to this director's you know persona you know she puts it out there now so you got all you know you got the check marks if you want there's a but the film that she that she and i've only seen a couple scenes of it it's one of my favorite books of the last 20 years it's called um, aristotle and dante discover the secrets of the universe it is such a good story girl it is so life affirming, coming of age, and yes, it happens to be, you know, about a, about a guy who realizes he's gay. I loved it. Mm. I love this. I love these characters so much. Repeat the I, title again. Uh, it is called. I'll send it to you. It is called. Where's my book at? Oh, I was reading it out in the front. Uh, uh, Aristotle and Dante discover the secrets of the universe. So it's got so this is a good example guys of you guys getting out for this first time director, she was able to get the rights. This is a, a, lo- a love. A, this is a, this is a, a huge love for her, you know, cause she's kind of connected to the store and all that stuff, but it's got a big following right now. It's screen and they're looking for distribution. They're looking for a Netflix or somebody to, to buy it. So it can, so it can be seen by all. So that's, those are the exciting things and the challenging things that that are being done out there, and those are the ones that that have, you know, some headlines.
0: <laughs> sure. Yeah.
1: Those, you know, but I, I'm very um, I'm very hopeful for that for that for that uh, for that for that movie because I, I would like to see this this story, you know, uh, be on the level of what the book is.
0: Sure. Hmm. Interesting cool we'll check it out all right time for the big thank yous podcast family to those of you who open up your hearts and support the Scariff scuttlebutt podcast team scarif gives you all a heartfelt thank you to some wonderful people who listen and interact with the show as patrons we're super lucky to have you folks like 97 bravo from the conversions podcast and our head gamer at red five gaming big thank you Backyard Tardis, our friend Nicholas Schaefer, a huge supporter of the Red 5 Network. Go support his channel. Look for Backyard Tardis on YouTube. And check out Scott and Kim of the Used and Abused podcast. Thank you, fellow Red Fivers. Look for them on all the socials. Big thanks to our Executor Tier patrons. Thanks so much, everyone. Can't forget our other supporters like DJ and Steve from Rogue One Radio. Music, fun, TV, and the occasional shenanigans. Check them out. And we've got Danny from Comics and Cosmetics, a YouTube channel you cannot miss. Go subscribe, and thank you, Danny. The Frank from Miami, what's up, Frank? And we got Joey Rosales, longtime patron, thank you, kind sir. Our very own expert on classic Hollywood and one of our favorite collaborators, Melanie Marquita. Big hugs to you, my friend. Sing Blue Silver, inside joke. And lest we not forget our scuttle buddies like Alex and Chad, Hyperspace, and Holocrons. Don't forget Jay from Florida. Huge respect to all our patrons and thanks for your support. And if you also want to help us keep the lights on over here and enjoy our show, head on over to patreon.com slash Scuttlebutt. Remember, we can't have the scuttle without the butt. It's always Sunny on Scarif with patrons like you. to our Star Wars roots what are some of the things that you're looking forward to with Andor
1: gosh you know i i haven't really wrapped around it cuz i kind of put it on the back burner i sure. think i think i think with andor it's definitely i definitely want to see how this journey goes of this character we already know their demise right, right. kind of like watching the titanic mhm so it, you know you I, I'm you know gonna really just you know, take it episode by episode what what other characters the seeds of the rebellion it looks that that whole angle is incredible sure and just you know what these uh what these spies and assassins will will go to what lengths I'm really excited for that. Um, I like the idea of you know them using, People that you would uh, kind of like discard, wouldn't take notice of sure. to infiltrate. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and it looks it looks beautiful,
0: man. It, it definitely beautiful. does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, um, you know, I've been saying it for a long time, but I think Andor will be the gold standard for what Star Wars should look like on the small screen now that mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't look like we're getting any Star Wars on the big screen for quite a while. Yes. Uh, as of today.
1: Yeah. Rogue Squadron got pulled off their uh, their their release date. Yep. Incredible, man. Incredible. And then the Acolyte just added another actor. Whether that is gonna happen or not, we'll still see. Yes, I agree with you because there's nowhere else to go but up. <laughs> 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 I mean, yeah, right. you know, because you gotta, gotta again, this thing was supposed to come out a while back. Sure. So you know. They've already and they' they already announced a season two, so they must know something we don't know.
0: Yeah, I'm and- hoping, I'm hoping that they know that uh, that we're all gonna love it. and I'm mm-hmm. hoping that they see that there is a um, a pretty distinct difference between what we've gotten so far and what this turns out to be. You mentioned earlier that they are not shooting in the volume. Mm-hmm. These shots ha- um, look, they look like movies. Uh, the detail is, is, um, the detail is there, the, the music production, the, uh, the production design, um, it all, you know, the, the interview with, uh, with, uh, writer and executive producer Tony Gilroy says, Ooh. uh, we cannot, we can't tell this story on the small level. It's, it's gotta be, it's, it's a huge scale and you can definitely tell. So that's what I'm looking forward to having, um, this kind of story told the right way and mm-hmm. not, and not shot in a closet.
1: Yeah, and our lead, Diego Luna is a bona fide leading man now. He's been at it for over 20 years, you know, ever since Itumama Tambien and uh, all those Mexican movies that we all love him in. Mm-hmm. And he is more than proficient with his accent in English, which I love. It it's It's going to be great to watch him work, man. You know, because that's the only thing about *The Mandalorian* that we don't get to see is we don't get to see Pedro's face, right? Because and Pedro's like a, an amazing actor; he's very expressive. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Diego, Diego's got that got that smoldering charm, and you know, um, and it's funny because there's that there's that crowd of like, oh well, you know, he he didn't do anything for me in in Rogue One, you know. Well, it's like you know, we that doesn't mean he didn't he didn't do it for a lot of people you know, right. a lot of lies yeah. he's got a lot of people who liked who liked his performance sure. including me yeah yeah man yeah plus the other cast scars
0: yeah these are Oof. uh
1: power hitters these are great actors even the lady playing monthma genevieve something like that yeah she looks great And
0: um, her, her character is uh You know, even from the um, the the cut scenes in the in the prequels, Mm -hmm. um, when we had hints of the forming of the rebellion, um, some of those scenes that obviously have been made public through the release of the DVDs and all that stuff, um, Mm -hmm. they even those small scenes look great. But I think we're getting we're going to get a whole new, you know, this is going to be a whole new ball of wax when it comes to the formation of the rebellion and uh, the storyline that goes um, along um, those lines so definitely looking forward to it,
1: it look, yeah I mean it, it look at the, ex, the, the the geeky you know Star Wars kidding me is like this, oh my god this looks amazing mm-hmm. this is incredible but I've said that with everything <laughs>
0: sure yeah I in mean the last
1: 10 years of Disney yeah. Star Wars I, I, listen I'm still going to be you know I'm going to have my Disney Plus ready to watch it's added. Is it added value that Diego's the lead? Hell yeah! For me, it is. Sure, you know, yeah. I'm a huge Diego fan. I have been. Um. And the in and, and what I'm seeing here is a a lot of um a lot of uh you know a lot of the community, the fans like getting ready, getting ready for it. You're seeing, you're seeing the posts.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, we've been a champion for this show for a long time. And I know a lot of people, um, you know, you hear all this, all the comments. Well, you know, we didn't ask for this. Uh, they, they die at the end of Rogue One. So what's the point? But you know, a lot of times it's about the journey, not the destination. So I'm looking forward to this.
1: You can say, I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. It's like, if I, if that's the case, then I'm, I'm not going to watch half the things that, that that they put out there. It's like, you'll just find an excuse not to watch it sure well, come on man you know, let's see it let's let's see how their storytelling te- uh goes you know people weren't happy with obi-wan people were not happy with boba uh mando the last season was really good you know people sure. want to love star wars again
0: absolutely yeah if the empire has this kind of power what chance do we have what chance do we have the question is what choice? Run, hide, plead for mercy, scatter your forces. You give way to an enemy this evil with this much power, and you condemn the galaxy to an eternity of submission. The time to fight is now. Yes. Every moment you waste is another step closer to the ashes of Jedha. What is she proposing? Just let the girls speak. Send your best troops to Scarif. excellent paulie thank you so much for this discussion always fun uh remind folks where people can find you and look for your channel just to say hello there
1: yeah um, uh, well uh if i'm not uh you know um you know sleeping or hanging out with my with my other half <laughs> you can catch me on uh, youtube latino slant that's it the latino slant on youtube
0: excellent check him out and some of the works and shows that we've been talking about uh your interview with Mm -hmm. uh um, paul calderon and and some of the other stuff we will go ahead and post post that in the show notes Mm -hmm. for you guys to check it out uh paulie always a pleasure talking with you brother
1: thank you my dude and uh hispanic heritage month at the slant is all year long
0: Adelante. This is Ro from the Scare of Scuttlebutt podcast. If you're just finding us, thank you very much for sticking out with our uh, midweek show. We usually drop them on Thursdays. Thank you very much. We are the Scare podcast, on all podcatchers. Look for the rest of the Red 5 Network on red5network.com or follow us on Twitter red five network and look for the rest of the shows at biolink slash red five talk to you guys later we'll see what else we can get uh talking to but don't forget we're going to be talking about Andor, team scarif all of us present shanti brad and myself saturday night on youtube 7 p.m central 8 eastern just look for us on your favorite socials head over to youtube and subscribe thank you guys that is the scuttlebutt Bye. Hasta luego.
1: Greetings, listener. Just a reminder that the podcast you just heard is a proud member of the Red 5 Network family. Red5Network.com offers you a great variety of shows you'll be sure to love. So the next time you're itching for quality content, make sure you head over to red5network.com. You'll find this podcast along with a whole lot more. All wings report in. It's the Red 5 Network.